Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi, traders. Today is the Finally Friday show with Matt Z from Optimus Futures. And I wanted to wish you a really good weekend. One of our customers and listeners of the podcast have asked me to do a podcast about successful traders meaning that you know kind of give hope to those who trade out there to give them hope that there is a chance at the end of the day after all the effort that they put in right so i know a lot of traders wake up in the morning to do analysis they trade they assume risk every single day and this is really this podcast is actually my way of giving back to the community. Even though I can't earn all the customers in the world, I still want to help whoever I can and hopefully along the way also earn your business. So, you know, I was thinking about the approach that I take in this podcast and it's really more of a, you know, human psychology approach, strategy approach, just to give you basically day-to-day what successful traders do out there so you could basically adopt it. So that was just my way of giving you um, tools to hopefully make you successful at this very difficult game of trading. And that is my way of actually being positive about it. That is my way of saying, look, I can't give anyone guarantees. I can't assure anyone success, but... I want to give you all the tools in the world so you would be successful. So that's my way of actually giving and saying in a way, this is what you need to do um, in order, uh, or I should say with the probability, you know, to become successful. And again, there's no guarantees in this game. Even if you do everything right, you know, I cannot say that you'll be successful at it. But my way of at least giving somebody the tools that they can know how to think right. That's my way of saying, well, this is how I think you could be successful at it. And it's all coming from looking at people that are successful. So just to give the one person who asked for that for this specific podcast, of course, there are very successful traders. Of course, I have very successful traders at Optimus Futures. I wish I could tell you it's the majority of people, but it is not. 
But at the same time, I wanted to tell you the majority of, of, of people uh, make very common mistakes. And again, it's because of our DNA, not because I'm blaming anyone that they make those mistakes. It's easy to come and say, you do this and you do that. But after all, it's money and it's trading and it's emotions and psychology. So clearly a difficult, clearly a difficult thing. But I want those people to improve their trading, right? I want them to start thinking about it differently. So today I'm going to talk about a little bit about the successful traders and their nature, right? Um, The ones that I've encountered. (coughs) And just to kind of give you an idea of what a person is, is like, you know, what it's like when I talk to him, what it's like. You know, when I basically interact with him or we discuss things. So I wanted to tell you that good traders are really down-to-earth people. They're not over-the-top people. Even though they're successful at what they do, they're very, very modest. They're just modest people, you know. Regardless of the success they have, they know they're they're just as good as their last transaction. They're just as good as their last trade. They're very down to earth, meaning that they don't talk about the markets in terms of look how much I made and look how I trade. And they don't have emails that that have best traders, you know, 2021 at Yahoo, Gmail, you know, AOL, what have you there. They're just very down to earth people, very leveled people. You know, I don't... Don't see them going through highs or lows when you talk to them. They don't get excited or overexcited. Some of them are very methodical because they come from other disciplines that may have um, required them to have discipline. All of them have stories of failure. All of them have gone through very difficult times to get to where they are. They worked really hard. They did things that others didn't. They put the time and the effort to learn it, review their trades, and all those things that I feel others at times don't. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you know, how do I encourage somebody that there is a light at the end of the tunnel? Again, without giving any legal guarantees that it can happen, because obviously there isn't. And I just wanted to remind everyone who's listening to it that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of future results. So again, you know, to anybody out there, I would say, yes, there are successful traders, but just like anything else in life that worked really, really hard. Now, in order to reach success, in anything, there are certain steps that you have to take, but there are also things that you have to eliminate out of your um, day-to-day, I would say, operations. So successful people think in a certain way, they utilize their time in a certain way, and they apply it pretty much, I believe, throughout their day, right? So let's say you, just, just to give you an example, right? So I think that most of the traders that I've met, I think they're very neat people. Like they're organized. Their table is organized. Their computers are organized. They have screens that they have visual display. They have nothing that's distracting them. Um, I think they eat right. 
I think they exercise as well. They are not all, but I would say many of them that I encounter are very um, worldly. What do I mean by that? They have, you know, they read a lot. They're exposed to a lot. I mean, they don't learn from their trading by watching TV, but I think they just have sources of information that they rely on, and they're very well-read people. They want to stay informed. I'm not saying that they are like that because they need it in their trading, per se. It's just, I think it's just part of their inquisitive nature, right? It's just, that's what it is. So, Again, as you build up your character towards trading, just remember things that you do externally, outside of trading, will affect the way you trade, whether you exercise, how you eat, um, you know, your moods, things you go through with, you know, your family. It's all going to spill back into the trading world. And traders know that, and they're very conscious of it. And this is where they have mental performance, where they basically know when they perform best under stress or whether they don't want to perform at all under stress. They just know at what times they want to trade, they don't want to trade, when they think straight, they don't think straight. So what I'm trying to say is that they're very, very conscious people. They're extremely conscious of everything that they do and how it, and how it affects them. Um, trading is part of them, so they, it will naturally they it will, like I said, spill into trading. So they measure the performance there as well. I would say also that they're not money driven. And again, look, maybe you have other brokers. Maybe there's other people who tell you different things. It's which is fine. You know, I'm okay with it. I can only share with you. You know the people that I encounter, and I would I would say that maybe I encounter those people, or maybe I attracted them to my life, or as customers because maybe I have certain interaction with certain people, and maybe there's another broker who would attract a different group of people. But this is who I attracted, okay? And this is my my observation. So I have to say this is everything that I'm telling you is is my opinion. Your opinion could be different because. Or somebody else's because they have different interactions. You know, but again, you know, what I was saying is that the people that are traders, I don't think they're driven by money. I think that money at the end of the day is, as I always said, is a byproduct of success. So they do like the markets. They do like the analysis. I don't think they're in love with it, but they've become really good at it. And they understand the reward behind it. So they're putting a lot of time and effort into it but just remember one thing and again i emphasize that they all made mistakes nobody's born a trader you weren't born a trader i wasn't born a trader best traders in the world weren't born traders they developed certain things along the way pretty fast to be good at this game and some of some people it took them years some people it took them months but essentially, again, they were very conscious of what they're doing. And if they make a mistake and they repeat the same mistake, um, they're very conscious of it and they try to stop it. And when I say, you know, money is not what drives them, it's not that they determine ahead of the month, for example, I need to make this month 
and I'm just throwing a figure out there, okay? Purely hypothetical and imaginary, $10,000. Like, ah, I'm going to make this month 10000 They don't know. They don't know how much they're going to make. The only thing they can do is take risk-adjusted trades where the risk, you know, uh, where the reward justifies the risk that they're going to take, and that's what they do. Um, some of them made mistakes along the way while they were professionals. They did even professionals make mistakes. There are no professional mistakes. There are no amateur mistakes. Mistakes are mistakes. So they also made mistakes like being greedy. At some point, they might have over leveraged and took a really big hit. But this is where they go in and they say, okay, I'm going to stop it. You know, I'm not going to do this again. And if they do repeat it, it, it happens years later not a day after and trying to recover their funds and just, you know, the next day close their accounts. Everything they do is basically a long-term venture in the market. And they're always, always learning about the market. The market changes. Market structure changes. Different players come into the market. They want to understand how all of this um, affects the market, how it affects volatility. Look, markets can only go up or down. That is obvious, right? But we've also seen markets that can exaggerate their move. They can break new highs that nobody anticipated. They can break new lows or what we've seen last year um, when, with, with the COVID uh, breakout, we saw 10% volatility in a day. They're observing all of that. You know, this is not something that they treat in the future as a black swan. They say, look, it happened. It could happen again. You know, what if it happens the day that I trade? Maybe it doesn't happen day to day, but they think clearly about the one-off. So their attitude towards risk is very unique. It's not, I'll just do it this time. You know, it's not one of those. It's like, if I, I don't want to do it, I don't want to get it into my character. So, essentially, remember everything that you do, um, if you break rules, it gets into character. So, a while back, I met with one of my traders, one of the better traders that I consider, and I had this conversation with him that, that I, basically, we both agreed that if you start breaking the rules, even though you realize you made a mistake, but you keep on repeating the same mistake, it gets into into your nature. I don't want to say it gets into your DNA, but it's almost like a feel like it. Even if you weren't like that, you can turn yourself from a very, I would say, calm person to almost like a gambler in the market. And the market makes you do it because you want to recover your loss. You want to make it fast. And that's basically... You know how some people will keep on playing the, the, this game instead of being under leverage because they were over leveraged from day one. They cannot go back to being under leveraged because it just becomes boring for them, right? It just. But then that's when you turn trading into kind of gambling. Um, I would say so. It's more provides more of entertainment value than as opposed to real trading value so just be careful with what you do because if you keep on repeating this pattern and even though you're gonna promise yourself every single time you you don't you won't do it with every single time that you do do it you will increase your odds that you will do it again so again you know just stay very conscious of it
As far as the methods that successful traders use, they use methods that fit their nature. And I can't emphasize it enough. Traders in general will trade, or I should say beginners, they will trade the way they think they should trade. Meaning that they'll say things like, look, I'm just going to go for one point. I'm just going to make $200 a day, um, you know, or I'm going to get out really fast. I'm going to scalp or whatever method they choose. They have already kind of a predetermined idea what they're going to do. But the question is, they never or they should ask themselves, does it fit my nature? You know, just does it fit my nature? So you will find that as you trade with the method that fits your nature, there's a better, I would say there's a likelihood that you will enjoy it more as a person and potentially you will understand that you do not have to take risks every single time. Because remember, trading, placing a trade is an opportunity of risk. It's kind of an oxymoron, an opportunity of risk, but that's what it is. It's not an opportunity of reward. It's an opportunity of risk. So the more you t- trade, the more risk you take on. You're not taking on more rewards. Um, I know some people will disagree with me. I know some people will say, well, I'm a day trader and I have a very good success rate. Well, I'm happy for you. But it still doesn't change the fact that every single trade is an opportunity of risk and not reward. Regardless, even if you hit 10 for 10, I still think that every single trade is risk. But here's what happens when you start trading your own method. You're not under pressure. The market will move and it will do nothing to you, right? So a lot of those beginners, um, you know, um, what they have is basically, um, well, I kind of lost my train of thought. So basically the beginners, when they um, start trading the method, a given method, they could potentially trade something um, which is what they think they should trade. And every single trade, they feel like if they're not going to put it, it's like a fear of missing out, FOMO. Professional traders don't feel that way. Successful traders don't feel they have to be in the market all the time. They will take trades that their method dictates it. Okay? So just keep that in mind. And again, Those are just mental observations I've made. I'm not an academic. I didn't publish a book out there interviewing, you know, gazillion traders, you know, like some people do. For example, uh, Jack Jack, uh, Schrager, good industry colleague, he he goes and he talks to traders, right? Um, He he actually wrote a book recently about, about people who are kind of homegrown traders, were very successful, you know, in this in the the latest Market Wizard book he wrote. Um, so definitely check that out. I didn't make such a study. I'm just looking at traders, just going from memory, basically trying to put together some sort of a puzzle of a personality, you know, of how it's, um, you know, how it's all working. So that's that's really what it is. Um, essentially. Um, that's, you know, um, something that you should, you know, take into consideration, you know, when it comes to me making all those conclusions. Um, that's basically it. You know, those are basically the things that I would tell you that I found in traders that are 
successful. Now, again, one thing I want to emphasize that <clears throat> every single trader that I spoke to have made mistakes. We're all made out of a certain DNA that makes us react in a certain way. And they have made, you know, a, a lot of mistakes. So, you know, for example, you know, they've entered trades that are, you know, too fast. Sometimes they chase trades. You know, they took exits too late or they took exits too early or they got into revenge trading or sometimes they risk too much. Um, sometimes they left money on the table. Sometimes they traded, you know, without an edge. Sometimes they got into disproportionate losses to their account size, right? Sometimes they gave back profits because they just were happy that day that they made money and they just had this greed factor and they continued to trade. And many of them in the early days, every almost every single one of them traded without an edge, right? Every single one of them. So remember, my opinion is that and I always said that, you know, the word edge is always a little bit overused. But remember, an edge is when you find where you're good in trading. After you placed a thousand real trades, you can look at those trades and say, where was I most successful? What is the best likelihood for me? And and those are the only trades. So what happens is you start focusing on those trades that you were good at. And this is what you stick to. And this is what professionals do. I would tell you that some professionals do it full-time. Some professionals don't do it full-time. There is no certain criteria. You trade as much as you can, um, as much as you can afford with the, with the risk capital that you have. And I would say for the majority of traders, they should not quit their job um, at all because I know it's a dream of every trader to go, you know, and tell his boss, listen, I'm leaving and tomorrow morning I'm a trader. But the reality is that the market is a much worse boss than any other human boss you can find out there. Well, not me. Maybe. I don't know your boss. Maybe you have somebody worse. But, you know, what I'm saying is it's just it's a, it's a difficult boss. So um, now, as I basically continue these podcasts, you know, I'm going to continue emphasizing for you, you know, your self-awareness, your trade review, having a checklist, knowing your rules, um, you know, making no exceptions whatsoever once you have your rules. And this game, just remember one thing, the difficult part in all of this, okay, that where the successful traders, I feel, in my opinion, were able to master is knowing the difference between knowing what to do and actually doing it. That is really hard because in the midst of trading, it's very hard to implement, you know, risk management and do the things that that are that would um, learn and they would basically study all the things that they need to do. And yet, when it comes to trading time, they just don't know what to do. And that's a big difference between the two, right? Really, the good traders, they're actually doing it. They have a plan. They're sticking to their plan. And that's it. And the exceptions that they make once in a while, and I would call it, as they say, you know, in poker, the tilting, where you basically lose your mental focus and you start making mistakes, 
they're aware when they make the mistakes because the mistakes that they make are really lack of focus. It's not so much, um, you know, that they break the rules so many times they've lost their mind. They know exactly to pinpoint where they've made the mistake and they're learning from it and basically they use it as some sort of a statistic to say, you know, it happened to me. What should I do now in order to fix it? Or here are the things that I will never do again, right? Um, and, and they stick to those things. So whether a year goes by, two years go, um, two years go by, you know, they, they still remember those things and they implement them right. Now, maybe I should address that as well, you know, with the professional traders. Um, I feel that they understand more than the amateur traders, the idea of drawdowns. They know that even as a successful trader, you will have periods that you are not successful and you can lose a lot of money during that period. The amateurs get frustrated, jump from method to method, change platforms, change brokers, change everything, right? I feel that the professionals know how to navigate themselves better through difficult periods, both psychologically and strategically. So they check their method. They're saying, well, if it brought me success so far and I have one bad month, so what? You know, the market is doesn't owe you anything. It doesn't have to, you know, provide you with consistently, you know, um, some sort of capital every month. It's not a salary. Being a trader is not a salaried position where you can come into the market, you know, once a month and say, well, you know, I have mortgage to pay and I have my kids kindergarten and, you know, the wife's birthday and once a week to a restaurant. No, it doesn't work that way. A anything you make from the from 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 the markets, remember, is a result of your effort and, and risk management without knowing that the market will actually give it to you even if you're doing everything right and professional traders live with that fact and the successful traders that i've met and we have you know those are that that's what what they do so i hope this was helpful to you you know above all not it's not only my job to keep you optimistic but it's also realistic because i don't think trading is for everyone i really don't think so but but if you decided that it's right for you, I want to help you. I want to give you all the tools in the world to be successful with it. So we'll continue the tradition of the podcast in talking about mental strength, discipline, strategy, and everything else that surrounds it. And remember, what I'm trying to do in the process is really eliminate the bait behavior see how successful traders do it and bring you a, a new perspective of how they do things. So I talk to a lot of traders throughout the day, sometimes more, sometimes less. And sometimes they would say something to me that I would say, wow, this is something that I should share. This is something that I should make a podcast on and give you just different perspective from their side of how they treat trading. And those new angles, those new perspectives make you think in a different way. I don't want to turn, honestly, the podcast to another rah-rah type of you're going to make it. It's not 
my personality that's first of all and the other thing is i don't believe in it right i don't believe that just feeding you positive thoughts would make you a good trader i think strategy thinking of things right um having a realistic view of the market more intelligent conversations about the market in terms of risk and reward could possibly or potentially get you there but you know again this is your call you know how you approach the markets the people you surround yourself with this is the actions whatever you surround yourself with will be reflected in the results i hope that i'm going to be one of those people that's going to be in your life and you'll be my customer and i hope you'll be successful um, and i'll do everything to provide you with this information here and and hopefully it will give you a new perspective about trading and the approach to it okay so it's friday it's almost you spoke i think for about 30 minutes and i hope it helped you um if you're a new listener to the podcast whatever channel you're listening to please click the like button or leave a comment it's very very helpful if you're listening to this on youtube please click the like button and if you are on some other podcast please leave a review that you like those podcasts so other people could enjoy it too it's my goal is really it's, it's also my way a form of advertising optimus futures and i hope my efforts are working out and uh so if you're listening on some sort of a platform whether spotify or whether you're listening to this on itunes by apple please leave us a review i would really appreciate it um if you want to reach us Go to www.optimusfutures.com. We'd love to um, help you out with a platform, data, anything you need in futures trading. We have our own platform, also called Optimus Flow. It's a great platform. You can trade from the dome, from the chart. Great visual display. We have a lot of customers who are trading on it, and it's uh, and it's free, so it doesn't cost anything. Again, I wish you a good Friday, and call us one eight hundred. 771-6748, local 561-367-8686. I wish you all the best. And again, relax, take a breather. Family is important. Friends are important. And read a book about something else but the markets. That's it for now. Um, Until Tuesday. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll-free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.